staying in contact. I'm London Mitchell. Today's discussion is on a topic that should be of interest to each and every one of you, organ donations. My guest is a longtime friend, Kara Steele. She is the spokesperson for Life Connections of Ohio. Coming up November 4th will be the annual Hero Hustle. And thank you so much for having me. I'd be happy to tell you all about the Hero Hustle 5K. So I work for Life Connection of Ohio, which is the organ donation organization. So we are the ones that make life happen for many, many people because of others' generosity. And we partner with Solvita, which is formerly Community Tissue Services, who handles the tissue and cornea part of organ, eye, and tissue donation. And together, we put on the Hero Hustle 5K, which is just a huge celebration of the gift of life. So it's coming up Saturday, November 4th at Dana World Headquarters in Maumee. We've got lots of fun for the family, family fun run, a kid's run. We have canine hero kits for your furry friends. And of course, the big event, the in-person 5K run walk. And like I said, it's not really a, a fundraiser for us. It's an awareness event. It's all about, you know, spreading the incredible message that is organ, eye, and tissue donation. And the fact that one person has the power to save up to eight lives through organ donation and could enhance the lives of 125 more through tissue donation. So quite a legacy that can be left. You say this is an awareness event, really, and it's to call attention to the importance of uh, tissue and organ donations. I'm reading some of the literature that uh, you sent me, Kara. Every 10 minutes, another person is added to the national transplant waiting list every 10 minutes. And we already have about 3,000 Ohioans on that waiting list. Yeah, you're right. And, you know, over 100,000 people across the country who are in need of life-saving organ transplants. The frustrating thing being, we know how to cure all of those people. We know that they need a new heart or a new liver or a new kidney. But unfortunately, there are not enough organ transplants available for all of those people. So about 20 of them will die today. 20 of them will die tomorrow. 20 of them die every day because of that organ shortage. So it really is a gift of life. It truly is a gift of life. And I know that you know that I have a very personal tie to this cause and have witnessed firsthand what the gift of life really means with my dad, who way back when um, was diagnosed with hepatitis C and was at the point where the only treatment option, the only option for him to survive was to receive a liver transplant. And things were pretty bad. I remember, you know, he became too sick to wait at home. So he essentially moved into the Cleveland Clinic. Very soon after moving in there, he could no longer walk. Uh, I remember every weekend, this was a, fr I was a freshman in high school when this was all going on. Every weekend I would visit him at the Cleveland Clinic and I would literally just watch him slowly die. I mean, every weekend he would be worse than the weekend before and Fortunately, he was lucky enough to receive the gift of life, and his liver transplant allowed him to have 20 more years, which is pretty amazing and something that I'm forever grateful for. And you know that I always say I blame my father for my career in the best possible way, and that's why I want to do everything that I can to try to give back for that gift that he received for that time that we received as a family. Again, just something I, I can never even put into words, just very grateful that he 
he received that, that there was an incredible donor hero who said, this is what I would like to do if I pass away. Their family supported that decision. And that meant life for 20 more years. And of course, Kara Steele, you're talking about your dad, longtime radio companion, Harvey J. Steele. And yeah, I remember how how uh, scary it was walking up and down the halls of the radio station to see him literally turning yellow before our eyes and and how we all were on pins and needles hoping he would get that that transplant and uh, what a marvelous little uh, 20 years yeah. he had after that because he was so ingrained into the community and we all we all loved Harvey we all miss him so your efforts on behalf of organ donations really are a great tribute to uh, to a longtime, uh, like I said, radio companion, but also a longtime friend. Yes. Tell me, uh, tell me, Kara, how somebody can become a uh, organ donor. The impact that can be left is so great that it seems almost like it's so easy to register. Um, you, you would almost think it would be more complicated, but all that you have to do to say, you know, this is something that I would like to do is to say yes. When you are asked the question, when you receive or renew your driver's license, they will ask if you would like to be an organ eye and tissue donor. And all you have to do is say yes. And if you don't want to wait until the next time you renew your license at the BMV, you can actually go onto our website, which is lifeconnection.org. And right there at the top right, you can click the register to save lives button and that will take about one minute to fill out your information and could again mean the potential to save up to eight lives through organ donation and 125 more through tissue donation. So either online or at the BMV. And then we always encourage people to share their wishes with their families as well. Um, that's something, you know, one of the things with Life Connection, we have our clinical coordinators who make the whole process of donation happen. And when they approach these families during such a tragic time, because obviously they did not expect to lose their loved one, they have said, you know, if the family has had that discussion with that person and they know what their wishes are, it makes a really tragic situation as easy as it can be. Obviously, it's not easy, but they know that this is what their loved one wanted and they're going to be sure that they carry out their wishes and the comfort that these families have knowing their loved one is able to live on and give that gift of life. Many of them say, this is what gets me out of bed in the morning. This is what gets me through my grief journey, knowing that, you know, something positive came out of something so tragic. So important that discussion you have with your loved ones, but it seems to me it could be a very difficult discussion to start. Sure, because, you know, no one necessarily likes to bring up death, talk about death. It's not everyone's favorite topic to talk about, but it is something that's very, very important. And everyone does have the potential to save lives or at least to say, yes, you know, if I'm in this position and I pass away and my organs or tissues are healthy enough to, you know, give other people a second chance at life, this is what I want to do. So, even if you're hearing this interview uh, and you want to say, hey, I you know, heard this person talk about organ donation and maybe it's something that you haven't ever talked about with your family and just use this as kind of that bridge and be like, what do you think about that? Like, this is what I learned hearing her talk about it. And, you know, sounds like it, it's a pretty simple thing. And 
something that, you know, I may or may not want to decide to do and want to talk to you about it. So, you know, my wishes. This is, this is my favorite question to ask you every time we sit down and, and, and chat about the myths that surround organ donations, especially that one that says, uh, well, I'm in the hospital. Doctors are not going to do every last thing they can to save my life because they know I'm an organ donor and they want my organs. That is the one that has been around for so long I have been here at Life Connection for almost 17 years, which is pretty hard to believe. And I will say in my 17 years, that is the one that people that have the most questions and the most fear around. So to kind of put put any minds at ease who may be in that boat, here's what really happens. So if someone is in an accident, something happens to them, they're in the hospital, every doctor, every nurse, everyone in that hospital is only concerned with one thing, and that is saving that person's life. They do not know if they're a registered organ donor. They do not care. They're not looking for their driver's license to check their organ donor status. Again, any life-saving measure that can be done will be done for that person. And if unfortunately everything has been done and that person does pass away, that's when Life Connection of Ohio or another organ procurement organization will get involved. So we exist separate from the hospital for many reasons, that being one of them, again, because any of that life-saving care for that particular person needs to be done before we even enter the picture. So hopefully that that clears that up a bit. But I think that a lot of times is perpetuated by some of the lovely medical drama TV shows that don't let the facts get in the way of a good dramatic story. So uh, just again, Maybe not believing everything you see on some of those lovely shows and knowing that, you know, the facts here are that, again, we exist separate from the hospital. We are only involved if every life-saving measure for that person has been exhausted. And then if that person is a registered donor or their family makes that decision on their behalf, then we can help make that happen. Another of the myths surrounding organ donations that we've talked about concerns religion that some Mm -hmm. religions don't allow organ transplants. So uh, to clear that one up, we uh, actually, every major religion in the United States either supports organ donation and views it as like the best last charitable act that someone can do for someone else, or they don't necessarily have a specific stance and they leave that up to the individual. So if anyone has any particular questions pertaining to your specific religion, I would encourage you to consult your faith leader or even doing a little research online. Of course, Life Connections website has lots of resources as well. But again, all major religions do either support donation, viewing it as a you know wonderful last charitable act someone can do for someone else, or again, leaving that decision up to the individual, but not against quote unquote donation. Kara Steele from Life Connections of Ohio. Tell us again about how an individual upon death might be able to save up to eight lives. Pretty amazing, right? It's just, it's an incredible life-saving legacy that can be left. So many people can be helped just by one yes. So again, to register, all you have to do is say yes at the BMV when you're asked that question, when you renew your license or when you receive your very first license. 
or you can hop on lifeconnection.org. You can register right online, takes about a minute and up to eight lives through organ donation, many organs that can be donated and, and given to grateful recipients who, you know, we talked about the staggering numbers, over 100,000 people waiting for life-saving transplants in the U.S., about 3,000 of them living in our state of Ohio. So a huge, huge need out there. And then many people in need of tissue transplants as well, up to 125 people could be helped just by one person saying yes. Pretty incredible. It really is. Again, the Hero Hustle coming up on November 4th. Yes. And that's going to be at the Dana World Headquarters in Maumee. Yes. A new location for you? Actually, last year, yes, was our first uh, switch up of that location and went so well. Everyone was like, you know, the people who've been there for many years, they said, are you having it here again next year? And I said, well, do you think we should? Yes, we do. So was a nice little switch up and really grateful to the folks at Dana for supporting us and allowing us to have that amazing event there again, celebrating the gift of life. Pretty incredible to see people who, for example, double lung recipients who pre-transplant were bedridden, literally couldn't walk or do anything. And now they're running and walking this 5K all because someone said yes to giving them the gift of life. And when we talk about organ transplants, one one final question for you. It's not the recipient is not the one with the most money, is not the one uh, who necessarily may have been on the waiting list the longest, but but the one most deserving and and the the person most likely to survive. Right. So I'm glad you brought that one up because a lot of people have questions about how that waiting list works. You know, there's so many people. How do they pick the matches. So the only way for someone to get to the top of the list, it's not who you are. It's not how much money you have. It's not where you live. It's to be the sickest person. So that, that hundred thousand people is it's all ranked in order of sickness. So when my dad was to the point where, you know, things were really, really dire and thankfully he did receive his life-saving transplant. Doctors said he probably would have survived no more than one week if he didn't receive that gift of life. So he certainly was at the top of the list at the time that he was lucky enough to receive. So, yep, like you said, doesn't matter. All None of the factors matter other than how sick that person is. And then, of course, there are some medical factors and things that need to match in the donor and in the recipient in order for that person to, you know, receive that organ and live a long, happy, healthy, active life. I want to thank my guest, Kara Steele from Life Connections. To register for the Hero Hustle, log on to davesraces.com. I'm London Mitchell inviting you to join us again next week, staying in contact.